The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Sunrise podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. All right, good morning here at 5 a.m. and thanks for waking up with us. I'm Maddie Jansen alongside Alex Fisher. Which roads are open? And we begin with Highway 58. It remains closed in both directions this morning from Towerline Road to Mojave. The highway was shut down 24 hours ago due to heavy snow and ice. Caltrans says this closure is expected to be lifted around noon today. That is their goal. Of course, that can change depending on conditions. Meantime, Interstate 5 through the Grapevine is now open in both directions, so that's some good news, easing some of the traffic. Um, the Grapevine was also shut down yesterday morning, but reopened with escorts just before 5 p.m. Caltrans and the Highway Patrol spent the day pushing snow off the roads with bulldozers working hard to clear the way. No word on any escorts through the Grapevine this morning. Just be prepared to take it slow in case anything changes and know that those roads are likely icy near the summit. Meantime, Highway 178 is still closed through the Kern River Canyon, this rock slide, and it happened about 14 miles east of the mouth of the canyon, east of the upper Rich Bar picnic area. This has caused a full closure for both east and westbound traffic. There is no timeline on when this road could reopen. And finally, Highway 33 is closed due to flooding. Take a look at that. These photos shared by Caltrans showing the lanes covered in the murky flood water between Low Kern Road and Lairdo Highway. No estimated time for these lanes to reopen. Making news around the state, the Fresno Police Department announced an arrest last night of a man they say is connected to several bombings in the Fresno area that started back in December. Juanita Adame with our sister station has more. A Fresno County probation vehicle was bombed. We are here to announce the apprehension of 44-year-old Scott Anderson. It was one of seven locations that was hit over the span of two months. No injuries, just thousands of dollars in damage, you know, to, to multiple vehicles, which is, you know, bad enough. All the locations targeted vehicles and one mailbox. The three pipe bombings that are charged all damaged vehicles that are involved in interstate commerce. Investigators say they soon learned the group tied to these bombs was led by this man, 44-year-old Scott Anderson. Additional evidence provided a link between Anderson and what we believe is a white supremacist group. Also arrested 56-year-old Frank Rocha, 41-year-old Amanda Sanders, 51-year-old Stephen Burkett, and 55-year-old Paul New. So it became apparent very quickly that the suspect or suspects in this case were progressing in skill level uh, of making bombs and also their frequency. A search of Anderson's car, they say, turned up 90 grams of methamphetamine and $50,000 in cash. They put all of the resources they can to keep the community safe, uh, and they do that each and every day. Baldrama said today that the multi-agency effort to capture this group was successful. Investigators also said they believe Anderson was linked to a white supremacist group because of the paraphernalia found at one of the homes raided. But the investigation into supremacist links is ongoing at this time. Authorities have not released a possible motive behind the crimes. Juanita Adame reporting. In your 17 Crime Watch this morning, Bakersfield police are investigating a shooting in South Bakersfield near the Kern County Fairgrounds. The call came in just before 8 o'clock last night. The person shot was found on Alta Street, but told officers the shooting actually happened more than half a mile away on South Chester Avenue. And that's where shell casings were found. Detectives say they do not know how the person shot got from one scene to the other, 
No arrests have been made. And now on to that political news. Bakersfield Congressman and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy yesterday held an event at the Capitol to mark the introduction of the Parents' Bill of Rights. Education has become one of the most hot-button political issues with topics like critical race theory and book banning dominating political conversation. This has been and is expected to be a big campaign issue for the GOP. The Parents' Bill of Rights in particular was a key part of McCarthy's midterm election platform, Commitment to America. We want the parents to be empowered, and that's what we're doing today. That you have a say in your kids' education, not government, and not telling you what to do. We made to kick off to the bill's America. introduction, McCarthy heard from parents and students at the Capitol and laid out the bill's five pillars, giving parents the right to know what is being taught at schools, the right to be heard, the right to see school budgets, the right to protect their children's privacy, and the right to be updated on any violent school activity. The bill likely faces a rocky ride in the Democrat-controlled Senate. In a contentious hearing yesterday, Attorney General Merrick Garland faced a flurry of tough questions from the Senate Judiciary Committee. This was his first time testifying on Capitol Hill this year. NBC's Bree Jackson is in Washington this morning with more. That the testimony you're about to give before this committee will be the truth. The whole Attorney truth General Merrick Garland faced heated questions on everything from prosecuting protesters on both sides of the abortion fight to the fight against the deadly drug fentanyl. This is out of hand. Last year, DEA and its partners seized enough fentanyl lace pills and powder to kill every single American. Republicans also pressed the attorney general about President Biden's son, Hunter, and the ongoing federal investigation into his financial dealings. What steps has the Justice Department taken to determine the truth and accuracy of information provided? Uh, Congress and the American people, I think, have a right to know. I have pledged not to interfere. Uh, with that investigation, and I uh, have carried through on my pledge. Garland said his focus is on protecting civil rights and holding those who stormed the U.S. Capitol accountable. We are disrupting, investigating, and prosecuting violence and threats of violence targeting those who serve the public. Republican Ted Cruz attacked the credibility of the Justice Department. Garland defended the agency and its employees. In my judgment, the Department of Justice has been politicized to the greatest extent I've ever seen in this country. I believe the men and women of the department pursue their work every single day in a nonpartisan and an appropriate General way. Garland. Garland says that includes efforts to combat the rise of violent crime here in the U.S. while working to help fend off Russian aggression in Ukraine. Attorney General Garland says he's also making protecting voting rights and safe policing top priorities. In Washington, Bree Jackson, NBC News. 17 Court Watch now. Jury selection in the long-awaited murder trial involving the young boys out of California City is set to begin later this month. The update coming yesterday from the hearing with Trezell and Jacqueline West, the adopted parents of Orrin and Orson West. Prosecutors allege the boys were killed about three months before they were reported missing in December of 2020. Dozens of searches have been conducted at sites in California City and Bakersfield where the family lived previously and the boys' bodies have never been found. A double murder case that has drawn national attention with a prominent South Carolina family at its center is inching toward its conclusion this morning with the prosecution resting its case against Alex Murdoch. 
but not before the jury saw for itself the family property where the former attorney allegedly shot and killed his wife and son. Brian Inton has more. The defendant was the one person who was living a lie. It has been called the trial of the century in the South Carolina low country, and the twisted story of power, privilege, and murder has gripped the nation. After six weeks, closing arguments in the Alec Murdoch trial. Prosecutor Creighton Waters says Murdoch first shot his son Paul in the head and then killed his wife Maggie. She was running to her baby, heard that shot, and was running to her baby when she got mowed down by the only person that we have conclusive proof was at that scene just minutes before and who lied about that very fact until he could no longer do it to you last week. The prosecution hammering home the point that the rich and successful lawyer killed his wife and son to garner sympathy and distract from a slew of financial crimes, including stealing millions from his clients. The pressures on this man were unbearable and they were all reaching a crescendo the day his wife and son were murdered by him. This morning, the jury arrived at the Moselle property where the murders happened to view the scene. The jurors were in a van escorted by law enforcement, and first they viewed the dog kennels where Paul and Maggie Murdoch's bodies were discovered. Then, in an unexpected move, the jury was taken across the street from Moselle to a wooded area that's near a shooting range and duck pond. It's unclear what led the jurors to that spot, but the judge says the jury was not allowed to ask any questions, only allowed to walk around and view the properties. That was Brian Inton reporting. The defense is expected to begin its closing arguments later today. In your 17 Health Watch this morning, there is a new warning out from the American Cancer Society. Rates of colon cancer in people under 55 are rising quickly. Colon cancer is the third deadliest cancer in the U.S., and up to 60% of all new cases detected are at more advanced stages. Today, one in five new cases are among those in their early 50s or younger. Medical experts say the increase could be related to changes in the environment or people's diets. Other risk factors include obesity, smoking, heavy alcohol use, and family history. A major move yesterday to bring down the high cost of insulin. One of the biggest manufacturers announcing it will drastically reduce the out-of-pocket cost. Kristen Dahlgren has details. It's being hailed as a huge win for diabetics. Drug maker Eli Lilly announcing it's cutting the list price of its most commonly prescribed insulin by 70% and capping out-of-pocket costs at $35 a month. Such a relief. It's a huge, significant step in making this um, disease manageable. Anne-Marie Gibson's sons both use Eli Lilly insulin for their diabetes. They spoke to NBC News in December as costs in America soared for the life-saving drug. I'm so angry. It's exhausting. In January, the Inflation Reduction Act imposed a monthly cap on insulin costs for seniors on Medicare, but millions of younger diabetics were still paying much higher rates. The move comes after years of political and patient pressure. I think we all have heard enough about insulin affordability 
here in America, we should be able to solve this problem ourselves. Eli Lilly's cap automatically applies to people with private insurance. Those without coverage will be eligible as long as they sign up for a savings card through the company. But only about 30% of the nation's 8.4 million diabetics who rely on insulin get it from Eli Lilly. Do you expect to see the other drug makers following suit? I certainly hope that they do. I think that um, in general, all of the insulins that the drug manufacturers make um, should be affordable and accessible. Insulin makers Sanofi and Novo Nordisk pointed to their own savings plans for participants. For mom, Anne-Marie Gibson is a good start to saving lives. Rationing insulin gets scary. Some have died. Knowing her sons now face a future where a vital prescription won't carry such a hefty price. Kristen Dahlgren, NBC News. The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is a production of KGET and Nextstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.